Hey, booze, welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And this is the podcast where we discuss ghost stories, true crimes, and crazy things that I find online. Hosted by me, your favorite solo podcaster who lives in a studio apartment and is currently wearing gray ankle socks. I, I needed to be super specific, so it was true. Um, so in other news, uh, today, if you're listening to this on June 19th, is my birthday. I have turned the ripe age of... And <laughs> and today is also Juneteenth, which is another uh, amazing day. Now, a lot of you may not know a lot about that holiday because, you know, you, you all thought Abraham Lincoln abolished slavery up in 1865, but that's not actually the case. Okay, because Texas was unfortunately the last state to find out about that June 19th, actually a year and a half later. So, yes. That is one of the reasons why Texas and many of their sister states and brother states nearby tend to celebrate that beautiful, beautiful day. Yeah. And because of what's been going on with all of the protests and, you know, all of the fucked up ass murders (laughs) that have been happening between the police against the black community, uh, I really do think that Juneteenth this year is going to be amazeballs. Also, fuck you, Donald Trump, for saying that you made this date popular. Like, you ain't shit, you wrinkled orange bitch. Sorry about that, guys. I should also mention I am drunk as fuck in this episode. So this is going to be very fun for us. So I wanted to talk a little bit about Juneteenth. We did that. Um, I will also have a friend joining us soon uh, because we're going to be doing another ghost story episode. So I'm really... um, I'm really excited about that. I am, I am, I am. But I had to mention a little sham about Juneteenth and why it's so important and why I am super uber excited to celebrate it, not just this year, but at all. You know what I mean? And if you want to learn more about that, Google that shit. There are lots of um, YouTube videos about it that we can discuss in more detail about why it's so awesome and why it is celebrated. Okay, so in other insane news, my cat tried to kill me. I, yeah, she did. She did the thing that cats do when they run near your feet and desperately try not to you know, you try really hard not to step on them. Now, whilst, which is a word I don't get to use very often, whilst I was actively trying not to murder my 15-pound cat by crushing her with my entire body weight, I fell directly onto my left knee, onto the floor. So not 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 only did I step on her anyway, <laughs> she, she was okay before y'all freak out, but <laughs> she <laughs> but she let out this shriek that made me feel like the worst person like on the planet and she scurries off like fast as fuck and left me on the ground holding my knee mind you sucking in air through my teeth in pain you know kind of like a family on um, family guy when peter ah 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 you know you just completely just like suck air through your teeth because it hurts so goddamn much she left me there to die that's what she did that's what she left me there to die. So now 
You know, uh, my knee is swollen, you know, the size of a softball. Uh, so fuck that. <laughs> so that was my week. I spent it limping. Yay me. Also, uh, it sucked because I really wanted to go to the Pride slash Black Lives Matter uh, march that was in WeHo recently. You know, but walking miles while dodging tear gas and rubber bullets on this shit knee was just, it just wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so Yeah. That was something that occurred. So last week, we touched on secrets and confessions, and it was an interesting episode. Now, I'm super, super glad that the people post their business online because they provide me with random content for my podcast. And (laughs) to be honest with you, I even accidentally shared some of my own secrets. Yeah, accidentally. You heard right. So (laughs) I I shouldn't drink and record at the same time, but it's happening again. Um, (laughs) So this week, this week, I've got another ghostly episode for you. Yay, ghost stories. So yeah, we're gonna talk spirits, bitches. That's what we're gonna do. Um, I've done I've done a couple of ghost story podcasts before and you guys seem to have enjoyed those. So a couple of you even shared your personal ghost stories with me, which is fire. That was awesome as fuck. So we have an oh, we do have another awesome ghost story to share with you from a listener uh, towards the end of the podcast. So make sure you stay tuned to hear that. And I haven't even read it yet. Legit. I I saw the email labeled ghost story in the subject line copy paste that bitch put it in we're gonna read it that's what's gonna happen so so much um awesome creepiness coming for you guys all right in this episode so stay tuned because we we do have that listener that there's the email that ghost story and i'm super excited about that one because um it's gonna be a cold read it's gonna be a cold read because <laughs> i'd like to read it for the first time with you guys you know so I'm popping both our cherries today. It's going to be a story I haven't read yet. <laughs> so before we jump into the creepy, if you're listening to this podcast on an Apple device, I would like you to do me a favor and leave me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, pretty please, and a written review, because doing this will actually help my podcast earn more listeners, meaning Apple could possibly suggest my podcast on people's homepages. Now, I'm ready. Ready for some success. Okay. Now I hope you guys will show your support and to help me grow. It'll take you just a few minutes of your time and it will help me immensely. So pretty, pretty, pretty please with a cherry on top. If you don't like cherries, I don't know, um, pick something else like uh, maybe a blunt on top or a topless woman on top or a puppy. I don't know. Just just do it. <laughs> Get it done. Oh, guys, also don't forget, if you want to join in on the silly, you can always leave me a message on my Google Voice number. And uh, you can shoot me a text message as well. 805-664-1828. And the number is in the show notes below. All right, guys, let's get creepy. Okay, guys, so we are back, and I'm saying we because I am now being joined with a fr- uh, being joined with a friend of mine, being joined by a friend of mine. Introduce yourself, whatever the hell you go by these days. <laughs> My name is Ashley, but I do go by alone in public on social media. You can find me on Instagram 
that's alone in public the public is spelled with a k at the end you hear that alone in public ashley's here so we actually i brought you here today because i want to try the best that i can to scare the shit out of you with ghost stories all right yeah it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun so I surfed the internet, the interweb, as we both like to call it, <laughs> and I found some um, interesting ghost stories. And as you guys know, we've done two ghost story podcast episodes before, and it's amazing. Now, I don't know if you guys can hear this, but there are some assholes in the neighborhood that are, they just really want to set off these fireworks. It's really annoying. nothing better to do. And you may even hear my next door neighbors randomly scream too. I think she might be bipolar or something. I don't know. <laughs> She's loud as fuck at all times. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, who's ready for the first ghost story? I am. <laughs> of course. Yeah, everyone listening is like me. <laughs> you know. Can I say curse words? No. Fuck that. You cannot use profanity on my Just goddamn podcast. You do actually scare me. <laughs> I'm like, fuck shit. as you guys know um i'm super into the paranormal oh by the way guys we're using one microphone open quotes close quote so uh i hope we sound okay we'll we'll both try to speak up and make sure that you hear us i'll make sure that my face is is pointing towards you okay so as you you guys know i'm super into the paranormal and i definitely believe in ghosts because i've had way too many fucking experiences not to (laughs) you know and lee actually she's an empath so she can she can experience emotions and things from not only just the people around her but dead motherfuckers around her too so that's a lot of energy and a lot of emotions to deal with dealing with the spirits as well as the people living and breathing around you it really is it is they have to like I've taken her with me on a few of my paranormal black activity investigations. We went to the biggest one was the Roosevelt Hotel. I think that was the only one we went on, right? Yeah, but yeah, we we we've done so many yeah. videos I forget, but that was a really crazy one. And yeah, we'll we'll talk about that pretty soon. Let's go ahead and go on to the first story. Right. So what I want to do for uh, for the ones that I found online is I want you to let me know if you think they if you believe in these stories or not. Okay. So that's, let me sip some of this beer. I'm not drunk enough. (laughs) I made that sound so you know I was drinking. Okay. A little ASMR. A little ASMR. So I'm going to go ahead and not read these terrifying ghost stories. Let's fucking do this. (laughs) All right. So it reads, when I was a kid, we lived in a haunted house. Strange things happened all the time. For example... My dad and I were alone in the kitchen one day making a snack. We put a plate we put a plate on the kitchen counter and walked away to the fridge. We got what we wanted out of the fridge, turned around to walk back to the counter, and the plate flew off the kitchen counter and broke onto the floor. Now my dad tried to call me by saying the plate must have been blown off the counter, but let's face it, the plate wasn't near the edge of the counter and there were no windows or doors open and no one was home. Weird. It actually spelled weird. There's like several E's and I's and R's. Okay. Um, <laughs> it sounds weird. It does sound weird. Um, I also woke up to an old lady standing by the bed on more than one occasion. I told myself I was dreaming. Now, this part might be dark, but here's the rest of the story. 
Years later, I looked up I looked up the address and I found that an old couple lived there for many years right before we moved in. Apparently, the house was broken into and the old woman was raped and murdered. The old man sold the house and moved. Now, we were the first occupants since the incident. WTF. Now, that stands for what the fuck for my audience out there. Okay. <laughs> now, we only lived there for about a year. My parents swear we moved so quickly because we got a better deal on another house nearby. But we know it was because the house was haunted and the priest they brought in to bless the place told them we should move. No joke. Signed, Christy. I would listen. I would take heed that warning. Yeah, I think so, too. And I got to say something else here, man. Uh, Plates don't blow off of things. No, that would take a really high powered like leaf blower or something. Something. Something ain't right here. Now, we're talking about a rape and a murder. That's that's a negative way to die, to lose your Mm -hmm. life. The Mm -hmm. last type of. Of of real life experience that you have, you know that that that's not going to be a happy haunting. I wouldn't want to feel that energy at all. I'm no, just thinking about it. And first of all, let me just say, I <laughs> never Google your address <laughs> if you're living there. Wait till you move away, then look that shit up because there's just certain shit that I don't want to fucking know about. And also, this is a big nope fuck for me, okay, friend? Uh, <laughs> I'm super into the paranormal, but it's one thing living with that shit. You know, it's one thing to go out and investigate it, but it's another thing to live in it. Right. So, fuck that. Home is supposed to be an unhaunted pleasure. You know, it's just an on unhaunted pleasure where you binge watch your favorite shows and overeat. It, you're dancing in your panties or whatever you do. It's that that's what it's supposed to be. Home is a safe zone. Right. You don't want to have to burn your electricity bill because if my place is haunted, I ain't never turning the lights out. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> now, I don't. I don't. I don't want any ghosts in my house. You know, just chilling mm-hmm. like they. You know, like they pay rent. Like fuck that. You know, but you know the plate. Must have flown off the counter. Oh, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Right. Bitch, you got ghosts. (laughs) Also, I don't need murder victims standing at my bed or any type of ghostly victim. I don't care if you were murdered or not. I don't need ghosts standing at my bed. I also I I don't. And that shit is terrifying as fuck. It sucks, first of all, to the people who who, who have to live there, you know, since the death of that woman. No, thank you. And then as she said, they're the first occupant of that house since that horrible thing happened. Now, I do wonder if the old man who sold them the house told them about the murder that took place because I feel like legally they have um, to disclose that information, you know, to people that are spending all that money to live there or maybe it's different depending on what state or country you live in. I don't know if they have to disclose a place is haunted or a murder occurred. I don't really know the laws, but I feel like if there are going to be some spirits there, just kind of give me a heads up. I don't know if I've heard of such a such a thing, but I would hope so. Yeah, like just let me know. Just let me know. Give me a little heads up. I just want to know if there's some spirits. Actually, maybe not because since so many people find out later on, maybe it's not a thing that you have to tell. I if there are any listeners that's listening to this right now, hit me up on my Twitter for the podcast at it's pro silly. 
And let me know if you know anything about how is like what the rules are to be a realtor or something. Because I honestly thought, I mean, I feel like I read it somewhere or saw it somewhere where if your home that you're trying to rent or purchase, or maybe not rent, but purchase at least, they have to disclose if there was a crime, like a murder that occurred there, or if there were hauntings, because that would have enough, like, I mean, think about it. If you knew that information, you know, it would either make you want to buy it or make you want to fucking stay away from it. Right. But if you don't have that information, it's kind of like, oh, you're fucking lying to me to get my money. I mean, I don't know if it's like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, let, let me know if anyone has any ideas about that. So guys, we, I, I got another interesting story for you guys. This is gonna be a doozy. Ooh. Uh, story number two. Story number two. Um, this is called the Surrency House. Surrency House, excuse me. Um, I don't, I don't really know uh, much about this area. This is in Surrency, Georgia. Never heard of it. So, okay. So, anyways, it's really interesting because it does come from my home state, Georgia, baby. You know, I'm a little Georgia peach, nice, sweet, juicy, and thick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Sarasi, Georgia, to be exact. Um, I've actually never, like I said, never heard of the city or town before. So, of course, I had to Google some information to figure out where the fuck it is and I took a look at Google Maps and it's actually near Valdosta Georgia it's about two hours away now um I'm from Atlanta well technically I'm from Morrow Georgia but no one ever knows where the fuck that is so I just say Atlanta like 25 minutes south of the city Morrow Georgia I did now however move to I, I did live in Savannah Georgia for like five years have you ever been to Savannah, Georgia yourself, Ashley? No. Or Georgia at all? Yeah, you've been. I thought you've been to Atlanta. I've been to Atlanta, but I haven't been to Savannah. Savannah's fucking fire. It's a military college town. And uh, like also a lot of old people, too. It's like a military retirement college town. So mm. it's a city. <laughs> it's, people go there to live and die. Um, <laughs> they go there to live and die. Live and die in Savannah. It's the place to be. <laughs> that's gonna be the new theme song <laughs> holy shit lee you've given savannah a reason to thrive <laughs> now i did um i wasn't like i said I was, I was in savannah for like five years and let me tell you something savannah savannah georgia is haunted as fuck wow. in my opinion and the opinion of a lot of people and you you can do a lot of research on it yourself if you like but it is considered to be one of the most haunted cities in the country hmm. like legit top 10 list you know there's a lot of history in in georgia guys do your research so this is what happens when drinking occurs mm. you know professionally silly so i went to savannah state university uh hbcu bitch and Ooh. Uh, that was real tough, right? But you right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. It's hey, Juneteenth. It's Juneteenth. HBCU, bitch. Yeah, yeah. That means historically black college university. Okay. So I went there and I ended up transferring to Armstrong, Armstrong Atlantic State University, which is now uh, another another um, campus for Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. So, you know, AASU forever, though, for me, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got my degree in performing arts and. Okay, you know what? Anyways, with the ghost story. Savannah, Savannah, Georgia, Soracene, Georgia, Valdosta, Georgia, Georgia shit happens, ghost. Okay. So <laughs> I found this story 
and it's very interesting. It did happen in Surrency, and it reads, The Surrency clan began experiencing paranormal activities in present day in uh, Surrency, Georgia, in the 1870s. Now, family members reported witnessing objects soaring across rooms, hearing laughter and crying, and seeing red eyes staring into the house. That's fucking creepy. I don't like red eyes staring into shit. Uh-uh. Uh, food was thrown from their plates and utensils twisted into unusable shapes. That The townspeople speculated that those occurrences were cries for help from spirits who thought that the family would be able to save them. On the day that the family decided they would finally leave the house, the fire iron allegedly floated up and started hitting one of the sons in, on the head. Now, no one was ever brave enough to live in the house again, and that building went up in flames in 1925. Yeah. People was getting hit in the head. (laughs) That's all I got to say about that. Of course, nobody else lived there, and then it was burnt up. Like, um, that's unlivable. People's getting hit in the head. First off, I don't do red glowing eyes, okay, anywhere. I also don't do shit flying across the room for no reason. And I'm not into things being twisted into shapes, okay. Um, None of that is really my thing. Also, ghosts from the early 1900s freak me the fuck out. But for dang show, getting busted upside Yo head. head. Okay, that's a concussion in the head. you can't hit. Or you can't hit it, see it, feel it, smell it. Well, you might better smell it. Can't sue it. Can't sue it. Yeah, you can't sue no spirit. That's true. You can't sue no spirit. Now, I don't get... I, I honestly don't understand why the 1900s scared me so fucking much. Like, the early... Like, the Pacific era in time, the early 1900s. But it, it scares me to death. It's just, I don't know. That Victorian bullshit. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it freaks me I out. I get it. It is... It is kind of creepy. It's a, it's a terrifying era of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I say tear that fucking house down and keep it moving. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Ashley. So, our first story, when we're talking about the plates being tossed off the counter, you know what I'm saying? We got somebody who was murdered and raped. We got all kinds of things happening inside of this house. Do you believe the first story? Yes. Yeah? I do. Do you have a reason for that? Well, like you said, I'm... Because, you know, when you look up when you look up your address and you find out things later on, it does kind of, like, ring bells to right. make, make things make sense. You know, maybe that's why. I don't know. Right. It's just that I'm, I'm empathic. I've had my experiences, and I also just believe that it's a little naive to be in complete disbelief of things. Mm-hmm. And obviously something was going on there. Yeah. <laughs> Something was experienced, and that doesn't sound like anything normal to me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the story makes sense. She said she saw a woman, mm-hmm. and like you said, that's negative energy. So that's the type of energy that she wanted to be seen, I mean, right? Yeah, that's the type of energy that commonly produces those type of experiences. Because so, it was, a, you know, her death was dark, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I could only imagine her presence wasn't exactly like, oh, let's play games. Like and it probably doesn't make it any better that the husband just up and left her there. Yeah, it's just like I think the husband fucking did it. Honestly, she was mad. She was like, oh, I'm gonna haunt the fuck out of this place. <laughs> all right, so all right, so for story number two, dealing with the the Surrency House, and we're talking about 
you know, the red eyes and motherfuckers getting hit in the head. I'm talking about the early 1900s. You know, they, they said, and I quote, the townspeople speculated that these occurrences were cries for help from spirits. I don't know if I think it was a cry for help. I think these motherfuckers was pissed or I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this is obviously that logic. Mm, I don't believe in that logic for sure. That's that's like that's no, that's obviously just some old time thinking. (laughs) They're crying for help. I don't know what the reason was for them throwing dishes around, but um, (laughs) luckily they didn't spend a bunch of money on it from Ikea and all that stuff. First of all. I think it's messed up that the spirits is wasting food wasting by throwing food stuff. into the ground and shit. Man, now, I got EBT. That would hurt. Did I would cry. Nah, bruh. Well, I don't know. I'm they just, didn't like sweep. I'm like, just angry. Beauty and the Beast style and just make this broom come to life and just sweep it up. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast style? I love it. I mean, as long as they clean up after. But you know me. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the getting bust upside the head part of the yeah. situation. Like, I feel like once that occurrence started that was it that's yeah. that's done everybody go something gotta we gotta remove whatever's going on right here it's gotta go it's got to stop all this needs to be elsewhere Mm-mm. if i see a singing candle i'm 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 i'm, I'm leaving i don't even know what to <laughs> do with that with that part of land like no i don't <laughs> want it to be a park i don't want kids right there <laughs> None of this needs to be here. <laughs> basketball court. <laughs> let's, just move, let's just leave the country. Fuck it. <laughs> basketball court on top of it. Just basketball court on top of the spirits. They'll be fine. Elliot. <laughs> right. So let's go ahead and take a look at story number three. And call this one the prankster. So it, it's super interesting. It, it's not scary per se, unless you're just like a like you're a scary part. You're just scared of everything, you know, in general. But this spirit just, I don't know, in my opinion, just wants someone to know he's there. He's uh-huh. still there. You know what I mean? Now, as told by the Reddit user Scarlet Beeswax, love that name. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it says, and I quote here: "I lived in this. I lived in this house with a basement." And every time I walked up the stairs, I would get this weird, creepy goosebumps feeling on the back of my neck. And it did make me uneasy to go downstairs or to be in the basement. My craft room was down there and I slept and spent a lot of time there. After a while, I would have items I, I was I would have items I was using disappear when I would look away from them. I would search and search and on, and one day I got frustrated and to no one in particular, I said, oh, can I please have my scissors back? I had, I had to just look under a pile of new mail. And when I turned my head, there were my scissors on top of a pile of, on top of that pile of mail. I talked to my neighbor and she told me that there was the original owner of the house was a jolly old man who loved to prank people and that, and that he had fallen coming <laughs> up the stairs one day and died. What the fuck? Yeah. I think goosebumps, I think the goosebumps were him trying to tell me to be careful. And every time after that, when something would disappear, I would politely ask for it back and it would appear in the place that I could not have missed it before. Thanks, old man. It was fun. 
That's kind of interesting. That's cause a cool little story. I, I kind of like that one. Because, like, you know, she says she gets the goosebumps every time she goes up the stairs, but she doesn't feel weird in the room. Mm-hmm. And the old man died when he fell going up the stairs. Oh, and I gotta be honest with you, I have fallen going upstairs more so than I've ever fallen going down them. Wow. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Okay, it's, it, it's, it's creepy, but it's not horrifying you know and i mean i'm glad she got her scissors back though like i <laughs> i'm also glad that this spirit wasn't dark or evil necessarily mm-hmm. you know so lucky her but once once that ghost starts throwing shit or possessing me you know I, that's that's when it's time to go i feel like that would be the the most ideal way to experience ghosts for the first time yeah something mm-hmm. like that like oh i'm taking your scissors like oh yeah, shit, like, they oh, are. okay i guess uh, as long as you don't do no one don't take my money i'm gonna need that ghost to make my debt disappear yeah (laughs) can you handle this credit debt spirit (laughs) please (laughs) all right guys we'll be right back gotta take a quick message a quick mess a quick break after these messages we got ourselves some more horrifying interesting ghost stories Are you into the secret histories of exorcisms, Christmas massacres, killdozers, and concert disasters? How about haunted mansions, the Philadelphia Experiment, the Dorm of Death, or candy corn? Then you're going to love Ghost Town, a hilarious and sometimes not so hilarious twice-weekly podcast. On Wednesdays, we discuss the secret history of an abandoned, unexplored, haunted, or mysterious place from anywhere in the world. And on Fridays, we cover an amazing historical failure from any time in history. Ghost Town is 100% safe and legal. We guarantee it. It's also fun, spooky, and can contain a riot, a massacre, a murder, or an arch deluxe. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And And this this is Ghost Town. Town. And you can find Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> yeah. This is why we need to bring Lee back. We did one podcast together, like in the past, like was it last year? I think. I think so. I don't even remember which one we did. Cause I've done so many since then. But I'm glad to have you back, bitch. It's good to have you. I went in the character with that LL Cool. You did. <laughs> <laughs> you did. There's nothing more creepy than seeing a random ghost in your bathroom now gloria orenstein or orenstein i don't know shared her ghostly encounter in her apartment with her husband in tucson arizona have you ever been to arizona no you used to live there i lived there for a year and a half and it is one of those hot spot areas a lot of activity happened there alien activity and spiritual activity well you know there's also from what i understand a lot of uh, Native American history there as well. A lot of a lot of the uh, land is owned by Native Americans. So that makes a lot of sense. Now, weren't you? Didn't you do some? Um, were you like a carny there or some shit? No, that was when I. That was after I was touring with Cirque du Soleil. This bitch, Cir- she toured with Cirque du Soleil. Let me tell you something. She's a stand-up comedian, an ex-acrobat, a YouTuber. <laughs> she wants to have a podcast soon. A music producer, a dancer. Fuck, what else, bitch? Did I miss I anything? I walk backwards and drink. 
she can walk backwards and drink it. I can't even text and walk at the same time. And this <laughs> bitch, I swear to God. Okay. So let me, <laughs> I'm very proud of my friend. Very proud of my thank friend. You, thank you. Um, Black Lives Matter. Um, <laughs> support black businesses. Okay. All shades. All shades. All shades. All shades, baby. So this is uh, coming from Tucson, Arizona from once again, uh, Gloria Ornstein. And, and she writes, 13 or 14 years ago, my husband and I were living in a one-bedroom apartment on 81st Street and Broadway. When he <clears throat> when he knows he's going to play tennis in the morning, he turns in early and I usually sit in the living room reading for reading for a while. This particular night, I turned in around 10 p.m. but couldn't fall asleep. I finally got up thinking that I had to do something to make myself feel drowsy. Is she talking about masturbating? I think so. <laughs> Now, our bathroom was very small. You you can just get down on your knees and wash the entire floor just by staying in one place. So that's what I decided to do. I was on my Yeah, I can't sleep. I'm just going to wash the bathroom floors. (laughs) Fuck that. Okay. (laughs) I was on my knees facing the door when I heard a noise coming from the bedroom. I thought my husband had just gotten up and I was just about to say, what's the matter, honey? You can't sleep either. When this figure of a man emerged in a silhouette form. Now, I must have made some sound because he turned to me for a moment, turned back and went into the living room. Now, my first thought was of my husband and I went into the bedroom to to his side of the bed, went down on my knees and listened for his breathing. Once I heard him, once I heard him and saw his chest moving, I got up and went into the living room. Nothing was there. The windows were closed. The door was locked from the inside. And I would like to think that it was the dead husband. It was a dead husband searching for his wife. If I am correct, I hope he found her. I don't, what the fuck? Huh? Where did she from? get that from? It was a dead husband searching for his wife. No, it was just a fucking spirit. Okay. I'm, okay. Now, I don't know That's how to weird. feel because I've heard that explanation before as well. And now I don't know if I believe it from when I heard it before. Now that she's just pulled it out of her behind. It just, you just pulled this bullshit out of my ass and said, like, okay, first of all, I'm certain that um, I wouldn't be cleaning my bathroom floor if I, to make myself tired. That's not something that I would do. Right. Uh, reading an old textbook from high school, that might work. You know, <laughs> studying always made me sleepy. Or stick to the masturbation thing. Yeah, do that. That helps. <laughs> but my guy, <laughs> my guy, my guy, I would, I, I just would have definitely shit myself seeing any random silhouettes of anything in my home. I don't give a fuck where I am. But it's a good thing that that she was already in the bathroom. Should she had shit herself? Right, right. So that would be okay. Tiles are easier to clean. Mm-hmm. She was on cleaning the floor anyway. Right. Might as well show already, already had the cleaning products out. Might everything. as well take a shit, you know. But I'm guessing that she thought that the ghost um, was her husband or she thought uh, someone had broken in. So I, I I can definitely understand why she went to go check on her husband. But I definitely were like, Gary, get in here. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know if Gary was his name. I'm just. <laughs> why she didn't wake him up? Like, I wouldn't be like, uh, are you fucking seeing that? Like, wake him up. Like, I wouldn't, I'm not going to sit there and watch his chest rise and see if he's breathing. I'm going to be like, hey, get up. 
There's some spirits out here. Listen, there's somebody in the bathroom. Go check that out. Stereotypically, you're the protector. Go do your fucking job. Right. I don't want to deal with this right now. I don't want to deal with these spirits in my bathroom. Right. <laughs> like that Dawson's Creek parody. It was beautiful. <laughs> so do you believe her? I mean, I believe her story, but I don't believe her, I guess, ex- explanation of it, I guess. I am surprised. I didn't think that I that you were going to tell me a story that I wouldn't believe, to be honest. <laughs> Is that one of the ones you don't believe? I don't know what to think. I don't I don't trust I don't trust her. Goddamn glorious. You can't trust glorious. <laughs> The only one I, I trust is Esteban. That's it. <laughs> right, she probably got cataracts or something. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> All right. So you ready for story number five? Yes. Okay. So this one is actually called Kitchen Nightmares. Great show, by the way. Kitchen oh, Nightmares. Yeah, I have seen with that. Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Yep. I fucking love him. Let me. Your sandwich is just disgusting. Your failure as a chef. Your failure as a person. And you should kill yourself and destroy any recipe that you've ever tried to create and your mother's a whore. And that's why I have not ever had salmonella, though. <laughs> so, oh, good man. job, sir. <laughs> he looks like a human bulldog. He does. But he's like handsome in some way. I think it's the British accent, honestly. It's the British accent, the blonde hair, and the self-righteousness. And he's a sincere asshole. He is a sincere. If you're going to be an asshole, be a sincere one. That's all I got to say about it. Right. All right. So kitchen nightmares. (laughs) Okay. So you guys, this is going to be kind of interesting. Of course, uh, you're ready for another fun, scary story. I do love doing episodes like this because, as you guys know, I'm soups into the paranormal, as I said before. Which, by the way, let me remind you of my paranormal black activity series on my YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we like to get up and personal with the spirits. So, so far, we've been to the Suicide Bridge in Pasadena, California, Roosevelt Hotel in Hollywood, and the old L.A. Zoo in Griffith Park. I even invested, I invested, and technically, I understand why I said that word, I even investigated an abandoned bank Mm -hmm. (laughs) and a Mexican restaurant in Hollywood. So you don't want to miss out on those videos and lots more to come. Guys, when I tell you, that we, and I'm saying we because she's sitting with me right now, Lee. We communicated with Marilyn Monroe at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. Yes. We fucking did. Actually, Lee did. I was just holding the camera and I happened to be there when it happened. So <laughs> it was fun. So we stayed on the same floor as Marilyn Monroe, uh, as the Marilyn Monroe Suite, uh, which is the second floor. And um, when I went to the Mexican restaurant, I was actually able to communicate with several spirits, but a lot of them spoke to me in in several different languages. Now, that one, that video was was fucking insane. One of my subscribers subscribers, uh, swore that they heard um, someone in the video, one of the spirits, uh, speaking in Hebrew in that video. Hmm. So that was kind of interesting. I've Yeah. Now I wouldn't know because I don't speak Hebrew at all. I don't even know a Hebrew word. I know Hebrew National. That is a hot dog brand, but that's not the same. They're so delicious. Oh my God. Hebrew National hot dogs will change your goddamn life. Ballpark can suck a dick. Oscar Mayer can go kill itself. 
Hebrew National is where it's at. If you eat any other hot dog, you're insane. That's all I have to say. Anyways, spirits. So, <laughs> I over myself right now. <laughs> all right, so not only are my paranormal blacktivity videos scary, but there are tons of hilarious moments as well. So not to mention, you know, how many black women do you see out there with the ghost doing paranormal investigations? I mean, how many? Not many. I can count one. Me. So <laughs> if you know another one, fuck, let me know. I would love to fucking collab with that person. That'd be dope as fuck, you know. But help us sister out and watch and share my ghostly videos. Uh, paranormal Black Activity. It's a, it's, a, it's a Paranormal Black TV playlist on my YouTube channel, Professionally Silly. And I'm hoping to make a Paranormal Black Activity YouTube channel very soon. So, yeah. Okay. So, let's go ahead and do this next one. So, I'm going to go ahead and share this story with you verbatim. Lee, you ready? Yes. All right. And I'm reading and literally as it says. Okay. Get ready for this story. Dot, 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 dot. Five dots. She was serious about this. Okay. So, I was closing up the bar one night after a long shift. As I was carrying a rack of glasses into the kitchen, I slipped on the wet floor I had just mopped, fell to the floor, and let out an instinctual, ah, what, you know, bitch fell. Okay. So immediately after I was, after I, um, excuse me, immediately after as I'm sitting on the wet floor, which makes no sense, I hear a low pitched moan. It was so audible that I actually thought it was a real person. Now, this was startling considering I was the only person left in the bar. I stood up, completely frozen, and yelled, Hello? I'm assuming that's how she sounded. (laughs) Again, immediately, I hear the same low-pitched moan, except this time, it was louder. Now I'm starting to freak out a little bit, but for some reason, I decided to walk closer to where I heard the sound, where the sound was coming from. I yelled very loudly, Hello? For the third time, I now hear a very loud, low-pitched moan. That that was it for me. I ran back into the kitchen, grabbed the biggest kitchen knife I could find because that seemed to be logical at the time. Haha. <laughs> grabbed my purse, ran out of the, ran out the door, and never looked back. It was funny trying to explain to the chef the next day why he was missing a knife during his morning prep. <laughs> the creepiest the creepiest part? I come to I come to find out that there was some sort of accident that occurred in the restaurant years before with the son of the owner, and word around town was that he died right there in the bar. Freaking true story, signed Cat. What do you think about that one? Also, could have been a cat <laughs> stuck in, the, in the, on the roof of the bar with a with a with a tummy ache because it ate some trash outside. But also could have been spirit, spirit in spirits in the bar. Spirits in the bar. I mean, I it could it, I don't know this one. I guess I kind of believe, but. When you're by yourself and you're already afraid, like your 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 senses are kind of heightened and you tend to hear right. things that aren't actually there or see things that aren't there. You know, it's like when you're it's like your mind is trying to 
make, give you a reason to, a legit reason to be scared. Right. That sound could have really been anything. I don't yeah. know what kind of bar they had, but that could have been the dishwasher mm-hmm. pipe, or it could have been anything, but, or that also could have been a spirit. I'm not in disbelief of the story, but mm-hmm. there are other possibilities as well. But Ghost probably was laughing at her for falling <laughs> you stupid on her bitch. own wet floor. Like, you, you fell. Just you just mopped, hoe. <laughs> How'd you end up on the floor? <laughs> it's kind of interesting because that's kind of like exactly what happened at the Mexican restaurant in Hollywood, uh, El Zarape, that I investigated. And um, there was like this crime that happened that actually occurred there. Uh, where a woman was stabbed. And after hearing about that, I was like, oh, well, I got to investigate here. <laughs> and so that's what we ended up, that's when I actually ended up communicating with several different spirits uh, in several different languages. But what a lot of people don't seem to think about is that the energy of uh, emotional moments, like I said before, can, that, you know, that can be left behind. And any place can be haunted at any time. But also keep in mind that every haunted location is not evil or a dark location. There are some spirits, um, for example, who don't even know they're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, like legit, no clue. Just literally living out their life or their day or whatever the fuck in a different time frame or perhaps maybe time portal or whatever. You may see them and they might see you or vice versa. Right. You they know don't what I mean? know what's going on. I don't know what the fuck is going on. They might have just They died. probably think they we fucking ghosts. Right. Like, what the whole... Who moved my oats or whatever? Where am I? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Things like that. I don't know why I said oats. (laughs) They might just think that they're like deaf and and mute. I'm not sure what the right term is. There's a bunch of Helen Kellers running around. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're trying to communicate with us and we aren't reacting, they may think that we just can't hear them. Oh, that's true. they're there, but we can't hear them. I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting to kind of think about because like... Maybe they're kind of like, like we think they're ghosts. They could think we're ghosts. Yeah. Because we're in a different time portal. You know right. what I'm saying? They right. may not even, we're like, hey man, iPhones. And they're like, what? Right. <laughs> like, I don't know. But <laughs> I could have given a better example. Okay. So I guess <laughs> I'm so lame. I guess one of the things that makes um, the paranormal so interesting to me is that it's, it's not an exact science you know and 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 it probably never will be and not not everything can be explained but that is the invigorating part is you know you know researching it and immersing yourself in the reality of the experience that is why paranormal for me paranormal you know um experiences for me is so fucking fire you know right but you're right i'm pretty sure that ghost was laughing at her for fucking falling that's what I think happened. <laughs> I'm also sure that the chef was probably glad that his knife was returned. <laughs> you know, also maybe invest in some non-slip shoes at work. I thought that was supposed to be mandatory. Yeah, like when I was a server and a bartender, we had to wear non-slip shoes. So I don't know. And you're by yourself. Like, just slow down. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Right. You know, all right. So let also, dude, if anybody knows where the fuck that place is, send me the Addy. I want to investigate. <laughs> I want to investigate some spirits. Where's the place where the girl fell on the wet floor and the ghost was laughing at her? Yeah, yeah. Where's that? Where's that? Tweet me. (laughs) All right, we're going to take a short, short break. But after that, I've got a listener ghost story to share with you. I'm excited about that one. All right, guys. Be right back. Dumb and Busted has been called, quote, one of America's greatest treasures by three out of three hosts of the show. 
Dumb and Busted is a weekly true crime comedy podcast with stories of exceptionally smart and insanely dumb crimes. Comedian Hunter Donaldson has hailed it as the greatest thing to come out of Portland since comedian Hunter Donaldson, who is me, also a host of the show. Podcasters Allison Copeland and Hannah Ether praise Dumb and Busted as, quote, found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Just more rave reviews from two other people who host the show. Catch us every Thursday and follow us at Dumb and Busted on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Crime you later! I'm back! You miss me, bitches? Yes, of course we did. Um, we have returned for our listener story, and it's coming from Ninx. I hope I said your name right. I am almost positive that I destroyed your name, but it comes from a good place. My heart. I, <laughs> I think that she, uh, I, I think you found me on TikTok, and I, I learned that, um, and, and then you learned that I had a podcast and YouTube channel from there, and you've been supporting my content ever since, so thank you so much. And so she mentioned to me that she also had some ghost stories that she could share with us. And so, of course, I asked her to email me one of her stories or all of them, if possible. And <laughs> and this is what she sent. And just so you guys know, I am literally reading this for the first time. So this is a cold read. So definitely get ready for a lot of mistakes. Okay. so it reads and i'm reading verbatim what she wrote starting now hey amber and smile squad first off i'm going to preface this email by saying uh by letting see i'm already started by letting like letting be known that i am going to be quite stoned as this email continues (laughs) same um, <laughs> it is 12.41 a.m. and Insomnia has decided to keep me company tonight. Huzzah! <laughs> so let's start out with some short, sweet, and simple stories from my childhood. The first time, this is great, the first time I ever saw a ghost, um, I was a little girl. Uh, she wore a dress that had and had long hair. She couldn't have been older than maybe eight or nine. Anyways, I could see her usually lingering around outside my door or I could hear her playing and giggling somewhere. But like instead of being scared like a normal child would be, I was actually reliant on the on that sound. I would talk to her. I would talk to her sometimes and tell her about my day. She stayed with me for quite some time and while she did, I noticed a lot of things. My room was always cold Everything and anything that got lost in the house somehow ended up in my room without fail. Sometimes my room, isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. Sometimes my room would randomly lock itself and people would walk by, people would walk, people who would walk by would seem to trip on something. I always took it in, I always took it in good humor and would laugh whenever she did it. After I graduated high school and moved out of the country, I didn't see her again. It wasn't until later on that I learned that a little girl had also had also stuck to my mom. Wait, it wasn't it wasn't until later on that I learned that that little girl had also stuck to my mom while she was growing up. Crazy, right? Oh yeah. shit. That's weird. Yeah. So she's saying the same little girl was also with her mom when she was growing up. Right. That's weird. 
Um, I wonder what happened to her. I like to think that she moved on and found her peace. Hmm. I should light a candle for her. Next story. <laughs> she, I didn't realize it was more than one story. <laughs> I could have broken these bitches up, but fuck it, it's good. So in 2010, I moved to South Korea. Yes, the land of the mukbang. Oh, shit. I didn't know. So, okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> mukbang. I should do more mukbangs on my channel. Yeah. I should. Okay. Uh, and um and girl, they can eat and af- and they affordable as fuck too. I miss those prices. Whoa, sidetracked. <clears throat> Literally, it does say a him. She wow. cleared her throat in the email. Love it. <laughs> content right there. It's like she's here. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yes, sweets. My ass moved to South Korea under the pretense that I was just going to visit my family. But my mom took my passport and decided I was going to stay with her. Holy shit. Hmm. I, that's rude. Um, <laughs> I'm held her captive. Right. Just, right. Taken. <laughs> I'm the eldest daughter of an Asian family. I have no choices of my own. <clears throat> Fuck this weed is fire. Wow. <laughs> She's still smoking. That's in parentheses. I love this. This is better than any fucking story I found. This whole podcast should have been just her stories. Okay. So she goes on to say, so so they lived out they lived out in the country. Like I was an hour away from the DMZ. I don't know what that is. DMZ. DMZ. It says oh, it says Kim. Kim Jong Un, I hate him, um, <laughs> was down the street. Holy shit! Hmm. And around the corner. Okay. Oh shit! Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Now living out in the country meant that there was a cemetery literally on any vacant hill or piece of land that was out of the that was out of the way of major traffic. Mm-hmm. Now, like I mentioned before, I'm a medium. She didn't mention. She didn't say that. In she was high, though. She thought okay, she cool. mentioned it. We'll go on. So she's a she's a medium. Okay. <laughs> like I said before, I'm a medium and I'm also an empath. Mm-hmm. She's an empath like you. Um, I'm an empath, which makes me very receptible and sensitive to energies. Mm-hmm. So you guys have some shit in common. Mm-hmm. I just farted. Did you feel that? No. Oh, so you're not that empathic then. Okay. <laughs> so this run so this runs in my family. Why is this relevant? Well, because whilst oh, she also used whilst. Whilst. I used whilst That's earlier. A nice word. It's a word that doesn't get used often enough, I feel like. I agree. Yeah. Uh so well, whilst living in Korea, I had a roommate, my youngest sister, who guess what? Also had the gift of sight. Honestly, oh, I guess she means to use also an empath. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, I can see too. <laughs> like we can, most of us can. Okay, honest, most I know. <laughs> Honestly, all of my siblings do do minus one uh, who decides that she didn't want anything to do with it, so she ignored it and therefore it faded. Yeah. Oh, okay. That can happen. That can happen. Mm-hmm. So how do you get it? Okay, you're useless. Fun fact. For <laughs> those born with sight can choose to disown it and it will fade. So little sis and I would get late night visitors often late night visitors often as there were at least three cemeteries when you looked out our window. Damn. Hmm. That's a lot of cemeteries. Right. <laughs> One time my Lola 
That's a tag-along term for a grandmother. I probably said that wrong, too. Um, <laughs> came to visit as well. There was one man in particular who you, who visited the most. He was an older man, and he looked to be a farmer. A simple shirt, pants, and white-brimmed straw hat. He he would sit at the front of my bed. No, no, sir. He would sit at the front of my bed almost every night and watch us. Not with any... Um, ma- Damn. Did she spell this wrong? Malintent? Malice intent? Yeah. It, I think it's just spelled wrong, though. Um, spell check I think it's, dirty. I think spell check autocorrect was like, I'm going to make this word up. Right. <laughs> Without with any malice intent. No, no. He seemed very sad to me. He watched us as if we were his grandchildren. I would try to talk him and I would try to talk to him. But I guess language barriers extend extend to the beyond. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maybe. you Sometimes would think like does. you know, there's an app for that. He needs to. <laughs> <It> possibly is. <laughs> there's an app for that. So one night, my sister and I were sitting and chit chatting on my bed when he appeared. He just materialized in the place between my sister, the window, and me. Now I have no idea what I I have no idea what was going through my sister's head. For her to suddenly think of this, she decided that she wanted to know what would happen if she sat in the space where his where his form was. I cannot even begin to really properly explain what happened next. Mm. The simplest way my brain the simplest way my brain pieced this together and made sense of it was as followed. Wow. There's a colon here. This is serious. Not a semicolon, but a colon. Mm. (laughs) His energy warbled and garbled like bad TV reception. You know, like back in the day when you had, when you had given a little love tap to the get it working again. Oh yeah. Like you hit your TV to get that bitch working. Yeah. It was mixed with my sisters and it felt like it was being yanked and pulled in other directions she said it felt like she went through a cold wind or sat in spider webs it Hmm. was creepy after that he didn't come back as often is it possible to be emotionally scarred by a by a ghost or no be emotionally scarred as a ghost i think so yeah my sister was a brat (laughs) oh my god wow is it possible to be emotionally scarred by a ghost my sister was a brat (laughs) I am loving this. So those are just two of the stories that I have. They do they do get more intense in nature. The most intense one I have involves everything a good ghost story needs. Oh, a Ouija board. Uh-oh. Dumb kids, drugs, possession, and near-death experiences. And then it says in all capital letters, Plot twist. And there was like 10 dots. I'm not going to say dot, 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 like I just did. Right. I was the one possessed. Let me know if you want more, darling. Yes, bitch, send it. I've got lots of short stories and snippets to share as well. Love you. Love all that you do. I believe I believe in the power of you. Bless Ninx. Also, I realized it literally took me two hours to write this thing because I was scrolling through TikTok. Hashtag stoner problems. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that. I love that. I think this is like one of definitely my favorite ghost stories that I've done because I've only had one other ghost story um, episode where I had listener stories, mm-hmm. and so far my favorite listener stories. Love it, love it. Ninx, thank you so much for sending in these. This was great. That was awesome. And definitely the best ghost story of this episode. Right. <clears throat> I loved it. Well, I got to tell you what. You need to send us the other ones. I tell you what. You send those things right now. Send it You send now. those stories now. Now. We'll be waiting. We'll wait. Go ahead. Elevator music. Oh, my God. If there is anything that you take from this podcast episode, it's the word huzzah is not said enough. That (laughs) that is the main part. Also, ghosts are pretty much like spiders. You're always six feet from one. Professionally silly life rules, guys. That's what it is. (laughs) This episode was something else. Shout out to myunidays.com, tucson.com countryliving.com and of course mydomain.com they all played a major part and helped me find some fun ghost stories shout out to my listener Ninx for sending me those awesome stories and sweetheart you better send me the other ones I am excited and any other stories you have I want them your life sounds amazing amazing also let's go ahead and shout out my good friend ashley wells for joining us in this podcast episode i hope to uh see if i can get her to come back on this episode again make sure you guys check her out our social media is alone in public public is spelled with a k and you can find her there also i want to go ahead and thank you guys for listening so much to this kick-ass podcast I'm a little biased, but it is pretty kick-ass. Um, don't forget, don't forget, if you have any stories um, you know, you, that you want to share in this podcast, be sure to email them to me at itsprofessionallysilly at gmail.com. And uh, you too can have your story shared just like Ninx did. Now, it can be about literally whatever you want. Maybe you have a ghost story that you want to share. or Maybe you want to tell me how much you love or hate me. I don't know. Send them in. (laughs) This podcast covers a lot of topics. So there is always room for your awesome stories. You can be anonymous if you would like to. Just let me know in your email. Now, follow this podcast on Instagram and Twitter at It's Pro Silly. If you enjoy, you know, that way you can keep up with me. If you enjoy this episode or any other episodes and you would like to leave me a review, you can do so on Apple Podcast or you can let me know on the It's Pro Silly Twitter account. That would be fire. So thank you guys so much for joining me this week and every week. It means so much to me. Thank you guys. Oh my, God, my body cavity is so warm with love. Mm, you filled me up. Um, that's what she said. Um, make sure you guys check me out on my um, and check out the show notes because I've got bonus information there, like my social media stuff. I've got world's greatest videos, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and of course, my YouTube channel, which is also called Professionally Silly. Guys, I be busy. I be busy, y'all. Oh, and paranormal, paranormal black activity. That is a real thing. It is awesome. And it is going to break the internet. You just wait. Once again, everyone, I am your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And thank you so much for listening to the Professionally Silly Station here on Anchor FM 
where I take my silliness seriously. (laughs) Feel free to call in about any episode of the Professionally Silly Podcast that you've heard. You can give me a call on the Anger app or you can Google slash, you can Google slash, call slash text my Google voice number. Leave me a message for a chance to be featured on the podcast. 805-664-1828. Once again, 805-664-1828. Until next time, my loves, watch where you step. hmm? Because there's pieces of shit everywhere. And currently, the orangest piece is in the White House. Okay, 